0: Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to ADHD Witch, the podcast for neurodivergent spiritual seekers, witches, and weirdos. I'm Evanora, a neurodivergent empath, tarot reader, solitary witch, and meditation teacher. Get ready for some realness, probably some swearing, and definitely a lot of distraction. Let's get to it. Hello, welcome to episode eight. Um, This is inspired by the Queen of Cups. Um, I was having kind of a hard time trying to figure out what to talk about today. And um, I asked my tarot cards. Um, I have a special deck that I use just for communicating with my um, spirit guide. Um... And so he said to talk about the Queen of Cups. (laughs) So this episode is going to be about intuition and how to trust it uh, as people with ADHD or other neurodiversities. um, With ADHD, one of the biggest symptoms um, that people complain about and talk about is impulsivity, and that can not only affect daily life and, you know, all the ways that we know, like taking more risks, driving, um, eating problems, you know, eating junk food, um, forgetting to eat because you impulsively get stuck doing something else, um, hyper focus on something, uh, Impulsivity can even affect um, safety as far as you know, sexual practices that <laughs> is starting to be talked about more, that um, neurodiverse people are more likely to engage in risky behaviors, um, especially with sex. And so that impulsivity can make it really hard for an ADHD person to trust intuition And how is that different from impulsivity? So, we're going to cover a few topics today. Um, The first, you know, we've already started getting into, but the difference between intuition and impulsivity. Um, How to tell the difference between them. I'm going to share a few ways that you can use your intuition in everyday life for practice, Um, so little things you can do just to try it out, see how it works and learn how to trust it so that when it comes to big spiritual things you know that you can trust your own intuition. Um, We'll do a meditation, so heads up, um, later on there will be a fairly deep meditation that you will want to be sitting down in a quiet place um, with a notebook. Um, and then we will do the tarot reading for the Harry Potter houses. Okay. So, how do we know what we're feeling? Um, and whether it's a impulse or your intuition speaking to you. One way that I have learned is to imagine who is saying this not just yourself not just a random thought that popped into your head but try and picture is it your inner child is it you know past baby you um who is wounded and trying to protect you and wanting to just do whatever makes you feel good in that moment or is it future you and the desirable future you, <laughs> potential you, let's put it that way, um, where you are all grown up, you are fully embodying your intuition, you are doing all the things that you want to be doing, that you know you should be doing. Um, that ideal future place is that who is telling you this idea. If it is, future you, that is your intuition. If it sounds like something that a child version of you would say, that's probably just an impulse. So here's an example. Um, I have a hard time following a diet. So I tend to eat intuitively, um, and that can be hit or miss with pe- for people with ADHD, but I've been doing it for a long time and I know my body well enough that it's been okay. <laughs> there are a few rules that I have to be more strict with myself about, um, but overall I, I don't super measure anything. I'm conscious of portions, um... And I don't, like, count calories or anything like that. So, for me, choosing what to eat, uh, especially in the morning, because I just wake up and I want something, right? And usually I want something sweet. Is that my intuition or is that an impulse? Um, So, if I want a cookie for breakfast, that sounds like little baby Amanda. (laughs) That sounds like you know my inner child saying yeah i want a cookie future me knows better than to have a cookie for breakfast there's going to be a crash afterwards you're not going to feel good you're not going to have sustained energy blah 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 all that good shit. so on the other hand if i wake up and i'm like really craving protein and You know, I had already planned it, like, I got this new cereal, I really wanted to try that cereal. This happens to me all the time. I get, like, multiple breakfast foods and then I can't decide what to eat in the morning. So, you know, my my conscious brain was planning on having this really cool pumpkin spice Cheerios for breakfast. But then I wake up and I want, you know, vegan just egg scrambled with kale. It's like what I was planning on on the cereal and it's it's nutritious. it's still it's not bad. it's Cheerios. Well, it sounds like something future me would say, this is going to benefit you. So I listen to it. I go ahead. I eat whatever I'm feeling like. Um, sometimes. Well, that's just confusing. Sometimes I will have something to compromise with the inner child. (laughs) Um, If you can't decide who's saying it, you know, let's say, I, I hate giving foods like good and bad things because cookies are fine, you can eat cookies, but let's just say like a middle ground. For instance, today I had Um, A bagel fin, (laughs) with some vegan cream cheese on it, and um, that was a compromise for me because my inner child wanted the cookie, and I knew I wanted something sweet, Um, and my intuition wasn't really speaking up and and saying what would serve me best for the day. So if if you can't hear your intuition, it's not speaking up, try and like compromise with the impulse so that it's not continuing to nag you throughout the day. So I had the bagel with cream cheese. It's kind of sweet as strawberry cream cheese. So, you know, it's like almost a cookie, but like not super, super loaded with sugar. Anyway, I kind of got off topic, big surprise. So, yes, child or future you. That is um, a good way to try and decipher whether it's an impulse or intuition. Um, Now, you may be wondering why we need to talk about this and why is it so hard to tell the difference? It seems like most people would be able to know that an impulse is an impulse and they don't even have trouble with impulses, which is crazy to me to imagine people not having strong impulses like I do. But whatever, neurotypical people exist too. (laughs) Um, And for that reason, we tend to, especially women, repress or mask um, our ADHD symptoms. And in turn, repressing and masking our intuition because we have learned uh, through negative reinforcement that it's you can't trust yourself. And that hurts to when you realize that you've been denying yourself for so long that you know you may have learned coping, mechanisms when when people yell at you for, or, you know, scold you for being so impulsive, and, you know, you can't always just do what you want, all that stuff. You can't do every little thing that pops into your head. Well, as ADHD people, we tend to be very creative and um, sensitive, um, emotionally I don't know about mature, but you know, emotionally fully uh, developed. I would, I guess, I would say. And so, you know, impulses are are just part of like what what we do. <laughs> and to have that ridiculed, kind of, a lot of people tend to cover up and not listen to that part of themselves anymore. And if you can't tell the difference between an impulse and your intuition pinging, then you're going to ignore both. And then you end up, you know, without that inner voice, without that connection to spirit and to your crown chakra and your highest good and your spirit guides and all those things are connected through the intuition through your third eye, and the more you push it down and cover it up, um, kind of balling it all together with the ADHD symptoms that we try so hard to fix, quote-unquote, in ourselves, it ends up hurting us um, in the uh, third eye uh area of our lives i guess so let's talk about some ways that we can practice because the only way to really get back in touch with that is to listen very hard for something and give your intuition opportunities to speak up um so you can ask your intuition and then just listen very carefully. So one way to do that, um, I've already beat it to death, but the breakfast thing, you know, what, what do you want to eat? And just ask your intuition, ask your higher self, what is going to be best for me to fuel the rest of the day? What is going to make me happy um, to eat right now? It's not just about, you know, the nutrients and and fueling your body. You know, it's a sensory thing, too. It is also um, a source of pleasure. So eating isn't just to fuel your body. It is also to taste good and have a positive experience and uh, enjoy, you know, having a body that can sense these things and, um, experience the world around us through the sense of taste. So, yeah, um, give your intuition the opportunity to tell you what is going to be best today, um, right now in this moment. Um, instead of just running through a drive through really sit with yourself for just a minute, doesn't have to be super long just calm down close your eyes put your hand on your heart and ask what is best for me right now and then listen Um, and the important part in this is to try and record it if you can so write down you know intuition test (laughs) you know make a note in your phone or whatever Um, Testing my intuition. I'm going to eat this, and this is how I feel when it comes to mind. This is, you know, I'm excited to eat it. I am nervous about it. I, you know, nervous about how it's going to make me feel, right? Whatever you're you're feeling as that thought comes in, go ahead and get it, eat it, see how you feel for the rest of the day. And then, you know, afterwards record. Okay. That probably wasn't my intuition. I feel like shit or wow, this, I've never had so much energy before, you know, or I've never (laughs) been so regular, (laughs) you know, like it's that recording of before and after, like, like, a science project, like the scientific method, you know, you you want that evidence for yourself, so that you can start teaching yourself. Okay, I'm right more often than not. I am. My intuition is giving me good information. I can trust it. That's what we want. Um, another idea is picking a color of the day. This might sound silly, but a lot of people have recommended this, um, you can, you know, choose your color scheme and your clothes or your eyeshadow or whatever, um, and colors have, you know, psychological and magical properties to them, and so, you know, you, a lot of people's wardrobes are, um, not the most varied, I'm sure, as many of you are witches, maybe you have a lot of black, but <laughs> either way, when we choose what to put on ourselves or what to put around us, as far as colors, there is some intuition involved. You know, when I put on um, a scrub top or, you know, one of my work t shirts, when I go to work at the hospital, I choose it intuitively, based on the energy that I want for the day. And sometimes I am running into the ground, my root chakra is not feeling it, and I'll put on red. I hate red. Okay, I don't hate red, but like red is not my color. Neither is orange or yellow. The warm colors just don't look good on me. But I'll wear a red t-shirt to activate and help boost my root chakra, and I don't even pick it consciously. Sometimes I just need that extra fire, and I just go for that. So see if you can notice what colors you gravitate to, and how you feel when you wear them. You know, um, there have been days where I am wearing all blue, head to toe, crystals included, and Come to find that it was a very emotionally packed day, and that water energy of the color blue helped me to kind of ride that wave, um, if that makes sense. So yeah, color magic um, is a thing, and yeah, use your intuition in that way, and of course record it right down in your little journal, before and after. Um, This one might sound weird, but you could try to see if you can guess how someone's feeling before they open their mouth and talk to you. Um, You might be doing this subconsciously anyway, but try to consciously, you know, when you walk into work, first thing where's your bestie? Look at them and without you know trying to cognitively say oh their eyebrows are furrowed just look at them feel the energy and see what your intuition says you know um it this can come in handy in real world by intuiting um how someone's feeling before you approach them because if you are anything like me You see your bestie and you just want to jump out for there and like, Hey, how you doing? I'm so excited to see you. And if they just had a horrible day, talked to a mean client, or, you know, patient died, something like that, it's not going to be received very well. So this is useful, um, in a practical way. Uh, but it's also another way to record. Okay, um, Shauna looks pissed um i think yeah i need to tiptoe around her today and then after you talk to her after you spend the day with her write down okay i totally was off base she was just you know thinking really hard on work she was just really involved or yeah totally on point she was pissed about something so recording is key um and this last one i wrote down choose priorities to get done um with your intuition sounds silly um unless you have adhd and it is really hard to choose what's a priority and what's not um i have a to-do list every day and every day i have the hardest time picking what needs to get done first what should i spend the most time on which are two different things but To me, it's like, one thing has to get done, and you can only do one thing at a time, usually. So, I rely on my intuition to tell me what's going to have the biggest impact in my mood, in my future well-being, um, and relationship-wise, you know? Am I going to, is this going to make my partner happy, proud of me, um... Relaxed in the home, or are they going to be disappointed um, that I quote wasted time? Um, and you know, obviously, that's that someone else's opinion is kind of lower on the list, but you got to take that into account. Is it going to start a fight if you choose to do one thing over another? Um, it's a lot to think about, and so trying to consciously sift through all those things. It's just so overwhelming for an ADHD brain like mine. And so I, I will often ask my intuition, um, what's going to have the best impact today. And for instance, today that was get a bunch of homework done. I've been really bad about putting off my homework the last couple WEEKS, WEEKS of putting off homework. BAD MANDA. But, you know, I got a lot done today, um, and I am very proud of myself today. And that's the first time in a while I've been able to say that, um, yesterday and today I was- I'm pretty proud of what I was able to get done, even though someone else might have prioritized differently. For me, in that moment, it was exactly what I needed. In that day, this week, it is benefiting me. And I can thank my intuition for that. Um, And I can thank myself for learning how to tell that that was intuition and that I should listen to that. It's not just, it wasn't just an impulse, okay? Um, An impulse, would be um i'm gonna let me see what was an impulse i did recently (laughs) um i'm gonna like reorganize my entire shelf or i'm gonna take down my altar clean it and you know before doing anything important important, like you know cleaning the litter box and working on my website and things like that i'm going to do some menial task instead that's impulsivity, that's procrastination also um and yeah I still get distracted by little things as I'm doing the priority thing um, I'll walk past um, you know, a plant that's looking a little dry, i like, oh, gotta water it so I go over, grab the bottle of water oh <sighs> there's a Toilet paper roll I have to bring downstairs to recycle. <laughs> Better go do that now before I forget and then I go downstairs I'm like, Oh, my bowl is still out. Gotta wash the bowl. Oh my gosh, this sponge. Gotta change the sponge. And then I go over. It's, you know, you know the drill. <sighs> but, once you can trust your intuition to tell you the big things that need to get done, it makes life a whole lot easier um, because at the end of the day your intuition and your impulses are kind of blurred together um It's okay for intuition and impulsivity to kind of be under the same umbrella in our minds. Um, Our impulses are what make us so creative and unique and passionate and special. And you don't always have to deny your impulses. You can integrate your impulses and your intuition to the point where the intuition, I feel like I'm saying the same two words over and over again. I'm really sorry. (laughs) You can get to the point where your intuition is the impulse and you know that feeling when you have an impulse and you're so excited and you just want to do that thing. That's all you want to do. It is so magical and life-changing to be able to merge your intuition with that impulsivity tendency. And now your intuition and your highest good becomes the impulse. And now it's all you can think of and you just do it and it's, uh, it's great. Without that intuitive impulse, I wouldn't have started this podcast. I kind of did it on a whim. I It was like, hey, microphone on Amazon, great, buy it, and then started recording. So, you know, it was a good intuitive impulse that drove my ADHD brain to do something great and productive and fulfilling and um, hopefully beneficial to you. So that's what I've got for right now. Um, Let's do a meditation. All right. For this meditation, um, I'd really like you to be sitting in a quiet space alone um, so that you can really focus. We're going to be doing some visualization. um, And you want to get really deep for this one. Also have a notebook or piece of paper handy to write down immediately when you wake up. Okay. Get nice and settled. Sit in a comfortable position that you can completely relax all your muscles. So if you have a chair that you can lay back in, or if you'd like to lay flat, you're welcome to do that. Breathe deeply at a pace that's comfortable for you. Begin to quiet your mind. Focus on breathing in. Out. <sighs> Start to relax all your muscles, starting from the top of your head, your eyebrows, your cheeks, your nose, your mouth, chin. Relax your neck. Shoulders, arms, elbows, hands, take a deep breath and relax your chest, your rib cage. Relax your abdomen, relax your thighs, your knees, calves, ankles. Give your little toes a wiggle and relax your feet. Nice deep breaths. Now close your eyes if you haven't already. Peaceful place we visited a few weeks ago. Wherever you feel the most at home, you walk around a little bit, take in the sights, smell and listen to the wind. any music or animals that may be carried across the breeze. Just enjoy this peaceful moment. Now at the edge of the scene, You see a ladder, and it's going down into an area you can't quite see, but is not dark or scary. It's just blurry. Now step over to that ladder, and we're going to climb down. will count down as we step down the ladder ten nine eight seven six it's starting to look clearer. Two. One. Step off the ladder and look around. What do you notice in this place? What's the first thing you see? Whatever comes to mind, whatever you see, don't judge it, we're not going to try to think of anything or think of what we're supposed to be seeing. Now lock that away for later. As you walk across the room, you see a giant screen, like a drive-in theater. The projector starts spinning, and an image appears on the screen. What do you see? Is it a single image? or perhaps a scene. Whether this is a still image, or a moving picture, try to focus in and see what kind of details you can make out. And we're not judging what it means. We're not interpreting yet. Just take it all in. If the image changes, try to remember as many as you can. The projector stutters to a stop. The picture cuts out. It's peaceful in this place, but it is time to go. Let's go back up the ladder. Take a step onto the first rung. One. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, you can see the light, 8, 9, you can begin to hear the sounds from your happy place. nine, ten. At this point, we still don't want to think too hard about interpreting anything, just try and hold those images in your mind and remember them. Capture them. And now wiggle your toes. Feel where your body is touching the seat or the ground. Roll your shoulders, wiggle your back. Remember where your body is. Hear yourself breathe, feel your lungs expanding and releasing. And now you can flutter your eyes open, and we're back. So, before you forget, write down everything you saw, write down what you saw on the screen right now. Quick, quick, write it down. <laughs> write down what you saw when you first walked in the room, and just for your own edification, write down what uh, your happy place was like this time. You know, where were you? What did you hear? What did you smell? Um, and how did you feel? So take some time to journal this out. Really feel into that space again Um, and try to get as many details in as you can and then you can close it and put it away. Uh, You don't have to look into it right now but pay attention as today and the following days go on and see if any of that has significance. Um, This is a great way to get that deep intuitive meaning um, and to develop your psychic abilities. You know, you may or may not believe that everyone has these abilities. I think we do. And they're just dormant. So, you know, take the time to mull it over. Uh, You don't have to look up any definitions of symbols or anything like that. Go with the flow and just try and see how it relates. Um, This is where journaling really becomes a necessity in the spiritual world. Um, I find it very important. All right. I hope you enjoyed that meditation. Please feel free to do it whenever you like, and we'll get into the tarot reading now. Hogwarts house tarot reading. I don't know, maybe, should I make a jingle for that? Maybe I should make a jingle. Okay. I've already shuffled, because I figure you don't want to hear that on the microphone. So I'm cutting the deck and picking some cards, and Slytherin, okay. The deck I'm using today, the deck I'm using today is called The Raven's Prophecy, I think. Um, anyway, it was a gift, um, and I haven't used it very much, so I'm excited. Alrighty, Gryffindor. Oops. Ace of Swords reversed. Alright, Gryffindor, so you may have um, trouble with some kind of idea or um, communication. There might be a blockage of some kind. You want to get started with um, something intellectual and it's not getting off the ground right now. Um, Hopefully that energy will shift soon, Um, but it's looking like you are kind of in a tough spot. Sorry. Hufflepuff, Knight of Coins. So, Hufflepuff, you are moving in a good direction. Um, the Knights are, I'm sorry, the imagery on these is just weird and hard to uh, vibe with. <laughs> Has a picture of a shovel, and I'm trying to figure out why. Knight <laughs> of Coins, dutiful, methodical, cautious, hardworking. Oh, okay, so it's a shovel because it's hardworking. Okay. Um. Side note: Totally no shame if you have to look things up every once in a while when it comes to tarot. Uh, Okay, so yeah, um, a lot of earth energy, um, and being productive, um, the knights are always doing something, and the earth energy is really grounding it, and making the night um, work in a more productive and, uh, what's the word? disciplined way. Um, So good on you, Hufflepuffs. Get her done. Ravenclaw is justice reversed. Well, I don't know if I like that. I'm a Ravenclaw. Um, So there may be something unfair coming for the week. Um, Justice may be set aside. Or, you know, we may feel slighted or, uh, what's the word? Yeah, just that things aren't going our way. Justice also, I believe, has something to do with... Fate or karma. Hmm. Well, I tend to think of karma when it comes to the Justice card. So, um, while something unfair may be happening to us or around us, it could be something that we brought on ourselves, um, unfortunately. So, keep that in mind, um, and, you know, do what thou wilt, but just keep in mind, um, I don't believe in the rule of three, that's kind of bullshit, but... um, I mean, the universe matches your energy that you put out, for sure. So, I believe in karma. I don't believe in the rule of three. Um, But, you know, sometimes things happen in this life that the karma was laid in place lifetimes ago. So, it's not necessarily anything you did this life. So, don't feel bad. Slytherin's moving on. I'm getting stressed out by my own card right now. Um, Nine of Wands reversed for the Slytherins. So Nine of Wands is kind of overwhelmed. Um, the interesting picture here. So normally the Nine of Wands is like a guy carrying a ton of sticks on his back and he's like overburdened. This picture is, um, two hands on fire. So that's great. Um... Slytherins, you may have been working too hard, you may have too much on your plate, um, and you're having a hard time delegating or um, even just putting things down for a little while. So, um, don't work so hard that you set yourself on fire. (laughs) Um, And try and ease up a little bit um, and you'll get there. You will... Definitely with that level of passion, you will achieve what you're trying to, um, just sometimes we need to learn to take a step back and just let it happen without being so forceful about it. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Um, have a good week. Enjoy your full moon. Um, I'm recording this Tuesday night, um... I celebrated the full moon tonight because tomorrow is gonna be probably hectic, so happy full moon in Aries, whatever day you listen to this. (laughs) And I will talk to you later. I would like to invite you to check out the link um, on my page Uh, Depending on where you're listening, maybe in different places, but there should be a link to my website. Um, I use YAT now as like a container for all of my many links that I have. And so if you know how to use YAT, it is a... It's an emoji sequence, essentially. Um, So mine is candle, sunflower, butterfly, crescent moon it should be on the page um that you can just click it anyway um it's also on my instagram it's the link in my bio super easy to find there um and in that there is a link to the free facebook group that is called the illuminated circle join it um that's where i'm going to be doing full moon circles like i did tonight um A chat room so everybody can participate and talk and we can have a sisterhood going a real dialogue together which is what I want I want community with all you guys um and I'll also be going live in there more often than I do on Instagram um and usually some more meaningful lives than just uh quickie hellos and stuff like that. So anyway, the group, join it, the illuminated circle. Um, It's great. It's going to be fun. It's just started. So, you know, don't expect too much, but hop in there and help co-create with me. What I really want is everybody posting and, you know, even if it's memes, go ahead, post it, whatever. It's a group for a reason. Um, Get in there. I'll see you. Uh, later. <laughs> Bye.